Section 8 of the Anti-Coup. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynette Calkins. The Anti-Coup by Jean Sharp and Bruce Jenkins. The Poochists Require. Immediately after the coup is started, the Puchists require legitimacy, that is, acceptance of their moral and political right or authority to rule. Endorsements by moral and religious leaders, respected political personages, and in some cases royalty or past officials will help them to gain that acceptance. The Puchists require that their control of the state apparatus be accepted by the persons and institutions in whom moral and legitimate political authority resides, whether they are elected officials, unofficial moral leaders, or royalty. The first basic principle of anti-coup defense is, therefore, to deny legitimacy to the Puchists. The Puchists also require that the civilian leaders and population be supportive, confused, or just passive. The Puchists additionally require the cooperation of specialists and advisers, bureaucrats and civil servants, administrators and judges, in order to consolidate their control over the society. Journalists and broadcasters, printers and technicians are required to do as they are told. Police, prison officials and soldiers need to follow orders to make arrests, jail protesters, and execute people as commanded. The Puchists also require that a multitude of people who operate the political system, the society's institutions, and the economy will passively submit and carry out their usual functions as modified by the Puchists' orders and policies. In short, in order to consolidate their control, Puchists require a significant degree of not only legitimacy, but also cooperation from the society they intend to rule. Few or none of these required acts of submission, cooperation, and assistance may be fulfilled, however. They may be jeopardized by repudiation, non-cooperation, and defiance. Both the needed legitimacy and the essential cooperation are vulnerable. All these groups and the general population may refuse to do as ordered. The claims to legitimacy can be rejected. The necessary cooperation, obedience, and support can be denied. The consolidation of the Puchists' rule can thereby be blocked. Even moderate opposition may force the attackers to make significant efforts to secure the needed acceptance, cooperation, and support. In a powerful anti-coup defense, the population would prevent the attacker's control of the state apparatus and the country by massive and selective non-cooperation, while maintaining their support for the legal government and its call to resist. Strong, determined, and widespread repudiation, non-cooperation, and defiance of the coup by the society can block the Puchists' objectives and defeat the coup. The second basic principle of anti-coup defense is to resist the Puchists with non-cooperation and defiance. If both legitimacy and cooperation are denied, the Puch may die of political starvation. End of section 8